Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Christy Dole, and you are listening to When Hustle Meets Flow. Um, we just celebrated Mother's Day, and in honor of that, I really wanted to come in here and share with you guys a, a phenomenon that you might not be aware of, but yet you are absolutely affected by, um, and that is called the mother wound. The mother wound is one of three wounds that I teach and talk about in some of my programs. I also talk about the witch wound and the sister wound, and I'll probably do podcasts on those later, but I really wanted to talk about this mother wound. Um, there are really several aspects of this mother wound, and it's the, the wound is, a, it's like an energetic wound. And what I've noticed is that it tends to get passed down from your family. It tends to get passed down generationally. It could also be passed down through past lives. But there's really four different aspects to the mother wound. There's the planetary, the spiritual, the personal, and the cultural. And the planetary mother wound is essentially being really disconnected from Mother Earth. You know, whether you know it or not, the the land that you are on right now is giving you life, truly. Um, and it, you know, this this what's the word? This disrespect and this lack of love and integrity and and kindness that generations and generations of humans have had towards Mother Earth. Well, here we are. You know, here we are with with global warming and here we are with, um, you, you guys see that the weather is changing. Um, so that's kind of, the, that's that planetary mother wound. It's really, if you feel like littering doesn't matter, if you, you know, are on a walk and you see trash and you just walk right by it, that's a part of the mother wound. It's just being disconnected from mother earth. Um, the spiritual mother wound is really being disconnected from like a higher source. It's being disconnected from something bigger than yourself. But what I really wanted to talk today about was the personal and the cultural mother wound. Let me start with the cultural mother wound because this is something that I know for a fact is causing suffering in so many women's lives. The cultural mother wound is the systematic devaluation of women in most aspects of patriarchal cultures, which was rooted in colonization that has come to dominate much of the world and the dysfunctional imbalance in the world as a result. In other words, whenever you feel like you aren't cut out for something or for life, it's the cultural mother wound. History has told you that you're not cut out to be a leader, successful, happy, loved, healthy, whatever your thing is. And this lives in our cells because it's been thousands and thousands of years of that. So what I really want to help you guys understand is the patriarchy, which is a system that's been around for 8,000 years. There's nothing inherently wrong with the patriarchy. Um, the, the patriarchy, I Googled it. I mean, the definition of it is it's a system where the men are dominant over the women. So in some cultures, thousands and thousands of years ago, the men were stronger. They would go out and hunt and all these things, which was fine, right? But what happened over time was a dark, shadowy, toxic 
aspect of this patriarchy really started to take root. And this is when um, women were seen as irrational and too emotional and, you know, um, our pleasure and our sexual nature was seen as sinful and we were told to be quiet and shut up and we don't have rights and we can't vote and we were raped and all these things. And whether I don't, regardless of what side of politics you're on, this is, we're seeing the mother wound right now with Roe v. Wade potentially being overturned. Um, and I don't want it to go down that road, but that is a cultural mother wound. So if you are a woman and you ever feel like you can't handle things, um, I know for me growing up, my my mom and dad both worked, but my dad um, really took care of the finances, or, or at least it seemed like he did. And I kind of grew up feeling like the man is the one that takes care of the finances. And today at the age of 40 years old, I am reclaiming that power of mine so that the abundance can grow even more in my life. And I feel like I, of course, can handle lots of money, right? But that's one one flavor of how the mother wound has expressed itself, at least in my life. But if you lack self-esteem, if you don't think that you're cut out to do things that you truly desire, that's a cultural mother wound. And that's just been passed down and passed down. And you can see this in TV shows and movies and books. And it's just, you know, the the damsel in distress and, and all of that. So what I really want to wake you guys up to right now is like, just open your eyes a little bit more and like notice the things that you struggle with. They're not just, oh, well, that's just life. That was conditioned upon you. And there's freedom. And when the freedom is through awareness. And I'm hoping that that's what this podcast brings for you. Let's talk a little bit more about the personal mother wound. So I mentioned there was four. There's a planetary, there's a spiritual, there's the cultural, and then there's the personal mother wound. And this was really highlighted for me this past week or two because my actual, my real mom um, is not talking to me right now because I gave her a boundary. And, you know, as most people from that generation, um, they don't like boundaries. They don't like to be told what they can or cannot do. They don't really understand that respect goes both ways. Um, and so Mother's Day, I was confronted with my own personal mother wound, the, um, the toxicity, the sadness, the cruelty that exists in my line. So the personal mother wound is the pain, wounding, and trauma that's carried by a mother and inherited by her children with daughters facing the brunt of this wound. It can also be you wanting your mother's acceptance and approval, but never getting it. The personal mother wound is whatever wounding your mother had and never resolved within her, and then she passes it down to you. This can happen consciously, unconsciously, or epigenetically. And just real quick, epigenetics is um, a, is a is a science that studies your DNA. And in your actual physical DNA, there's a little. Uh, I'm not a scientist, but there's a little piece of it, um, a protein. I, I think it is that carries the experience, the lived experience of your mother and her mother and her mother and her mother, like that literally lives in your genes. 
and it's turned on and off by your environment and experiences here. So like alcoholism, like, you know, is passed down. And if you, um, you know, I'm Colombian, so we're very feisty and loud and, and, you know, we love to dance and, and we're, I guess, loud, like that's all I can think of. That's really, you know, these inherited sort of traits that come from your, your family of origin. Um, so the mother wound, this is probably one of the most um, important points I want you to hear and really take ownership and accountability and take your power back. You have a choice. You have a choice to continue to carry on the uh, traits and characteristics and patterns that your mom had in her life, or you can be the one to break the cycle. Um, and, and men do this too, obviously, you know, a little personal story, but my father, um, had came from an extremely abusive, uh, family of origin, like the kind of stuff that I would, it makes me sick to even think about, um, the things that he saw and endured. Um, and what's interesting is what some of that trauma was his father would used to beat his mother. And I didn't know about any of this until I was, and his father was an alcoholic. So I didn't know any of this until I was like 14 or 15. And I remember just thinking to myself, like, what? I was like, my dad has never laid a hand on my mom. My father never laid a hand on my sister or I. My father was the farthest thing from an alcoholic. I mean, he would have like two cores lights and call it a day. Um, so that's what breaking the cycle looks like. You know, if you, you know, my mother, um, used to hit me very badly when I was a young kid and I resolved to not carry that on to my children. I'm very intentional about that. So that's a cycle that I'm breaking. Um, something else that exists in my family of origin is my grandparents um, are not very kind to my mom. I mean, over over my lifetime, I've seen so many so many tears that my mom has shed, so much anger um, that my mom has felt because of her parents. And you know, bless my mom's heart, she she's doing her best, but she has zero intention of shifting that. She doesn't, she's basically turning that around and passing it on to me. Um, like I said, it was mother's day and she didn't bother calling or texting. And I called, tried to call her twice and she didn't answer. So <laughs> I'm sharing a little bit of personal stuff along with this information. Cause I think that really hearing how this is living through someone, hopefully you can kind of hear something for yourself that clicks. Um, but yeah, what what I want to leave you guys with is this awareness, and I want to empower you to do some digging into your own life. I want to empower you to look at the patterns in your life and ask yourself, where did I learn this? Who taught this to me? You know, one of one of the things that I am um, always working through it's, it's, and I know this is part of my life journey, 
but is feeling lonely and left out and, you know, not good enough to hang around other people. Well, I realized years ago, the reason why this is like such a thing for me is because that was the experience that I lived through as a, as a child through my mom's eyes. So my mom is, um, is an immigrant. Um, she's a citizen now, but when she was in her twenties and she had my sister and I, she was new to this country. She didn't speak the language, which I know must've been so hard. Like I, I give my mom mad props for the courage and bravery she had to leave her home country with this man that she just married and start a new life here. Like that takes balls. And, and I love that about my mom. I love that she's just like a, yeah, let's, let's do this. You know, she's, she's here to live. She's here for life. And I love that about my mom. I, I really do. Um, but growing up, all I ever heard about was how hard it was to make friends and how women are so hard and so hard. It's so hard. It's so hard. And even to this day, I mean, and this has been 30 years, 35 years ago, even to this day, she still talks about how hard it was. <laughs> so when I realized like, oh, this isn't mine, this isn't mine to carry, that created so much space between me and that feeling. Because when you walk through life thinking that this is just how you are and like there's something effectively wrong with you, which is which is the mother wound. If there's any part of you that feels like there's something wrong with you, there's something inherently broken about you, that is a sign of the mother wound. So when I was able to just kind of be like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is exactly the story that my mom used to tell. This is exactly the stuff I used to hear just as a little girl, just being absorbed into my consciousness. I was like, wow. So now it's not that it's gone, right? Because that's the thing about this type of work is if you have a limiting belief or you have this inherent thought about yourself, it's, it's, I don't want to, I don't want to burst your bubble, but it's never going to go away. What we learn to do is to be with it. What we learn to do is to integrate it and to feel it and to nurture it, like give it what it needs. You know, when I tune in and ask myself, when I tune in and sort of communicate with the part of myself that's like, see, nobody likes us. And I ask it, you know, why are you here? What is it that you're wanting to teach me? What do you want me to know? And I really get quiet. It just, it says, we just want you to be loved. We just want you to be loved. So it's like this mechanism, right? Because I imagine when I would witness this through my mother's eyes about how hard it was for her and how lonely she was and all this and that, in my head, I probably thought, I just want her to be loved. I just want my mom to be happy. And now it's turning around and doing that for me. It's just, and 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 not fighting that part of myself. And when you don't fight that part of yourself, what happens is you integrate. That's integrating. Instead of having that part of me be separate, like, ooh, this is that thought that I don't like to think about myself. No, it's kind of like, hey, come here, thought. Tell me why you're here. Tell me what you want from me. Let me cuddle up next to you. Let me hold you. And in that, we integrate. 
And through integration, you become a lot stronger and you can make choices through this lens of being whole versus making choices through a lens of being um, separate, separate from that part of yourself. I've worked with many, many women in the past, and this has come up so, so much. Um, One woman I'm thinking about in particular, her, um, you know, one of the things that we worked on was her ability to just allow herself to receive her ability to like allow herself to just let it be fun and let it be easy. And after we did some digging, what she shared with me was that her mom actually had worked so hard. I, I, I can't remember if she had like four jobs or just something crazy. Like she would work and then she would come home and take care of the kids and clean the house. And just she worked and worked so hard that she had a stroke at like 50 or 40, something something like that. And it's like she's now waking up because through the work that her and I did, she's waking up to like, wow, you know, that that's my blueprint. I, if, if I don't bring some awareness and space and intention and consciousness into this pattern in my life of just grinding and hustling and pushing and forcing, she's like, that's where I'm headed. And I was like, yeah. So are you going to be the one to break that cycle? Because in in working with her, she had also revealed that her grandmother had also been the same way. And so it's like, of course your mom was that way because her grandmother was that way. Of course my mom used to hit me and and really not show me love <laughs> because her mom doesn't do that. I mean, even to this day, my grandmother, I mean, she's she's elder, she's very, very old now. So, but like even, you know, 10 years ago when she was like really with it, she was really mean to my mom. And my mom is really you know, mean and cruel to me. Um, and because I have this awareness of this is the mother wound, you know, I can have boundaries, which I do and I enforce them. I choose myself. Um, but it also hurts. But and and then there's also this layer of, well, of course she's that way. You know, she's not interested in changing. She's not interested in healing. She doesn't think she needs it. So knowing that I get to make decisions, how much space do I have? Do I allow this type of behavior, you know, whatever. And lucky for me, I live 3000 miles away. So it's pretty easy to, to keep that space. But for you, if you live near, um, your mom and, you know, and it's, it's a hurtful relationship You've got to really ask yourself, what is it that you desire? And if you have children and especially daughters, you've got to make the choice of what you're choosing to pass down and what you're choosing to cut off and break from. It's not easy. It's really hard. I shed so many tears over the last um, several days, not because I'm like, oh, I just want to talk to my mom. Like, you know, in fact, Um, I don't really talk to my mom that much. I don't really share anything with her except good things. I share all the, all the good things, the success. She loves to hear about that, but I don't share my worries, my sadness, my fears. I don't share any of that with her because it's not a safe space to do that. I mean, you know, she, she, growing up, she would always tell me I'm your mother, not your friend. And so that kind of (laughs) stuck, um, 
and so, yeah, I, 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 the tears that I have shed have just been kind of, I don't even like to admit it, but just, there's still a part of me that just wishes I had a more loving mother wishes. I had a mother that loved herself more, um, a, a mother that is willing to go into her own depths and heal so that we can have a better relationship. Um, she's, that's just not her path in this life. You know, she's here to just kind of keep the status quo and, and that's okay. Like this is, you know, the 20 years of work that I've been doing on myself really allows me to just accept that that's how she is and not really want, you know, anything different. Um, but of course there's a part of me that wishes, you know, there's still that eight-year-old that just wishes my mom would say something nice or give me a, a a warm hug instead of, you know, ordering me around or, or smacking me or something. <laughs> um, and you know what, that little eight-year-old is, might be there for the, for the rest of my life. And what I choose to do, and this is one way to heal the mother wound is for you to mother yourself the way you wished your mother would mother you. And so it was like a couple of days ago, I just was feeling so much emotion. I was feeling really sad and just disappointed and just kind of like just over it, if you know what I mean. And I felt this desire to color. <laughs> now, here's the funny part. I do not color. Like I am not somebody that's just like, I mean, I color with my kids if they like ask me to, but I do it begrudgingly because I really am not like, oh yeah, let's color. Um, but I color, I colored and I just sat there and I colored and I was having conversations with that little eight-year-old inside of me and just saying like, you know, what do you want to do? And she's like, I just want to color. And that's what we did. And it was really beautiful. And I felt so much better after it. So to wrap up, what is something that your inner child is really, really wanting from you? How can you mother the part of yourself that feels like she's not good enough, that feels like there's something inherently wrong with her, that feels like there's something broken about her? How can you mother her? This is how we heal the mother wound is we do it for ourselves. And if you happen to have children and their daughters, even with your sons, but especially with your daughters, oh, that is such an opportunity to be the mother that you wish you'd had. You know, I don't hit my kids. I listen to my kids. I'm not perfect. I definitely yell at them sometimes. And um, I get really edgy sometimes. Like I said, I'm not perfect. And I know my kids don't need perfection, but my kids really desire um, attention, love, um, and just a mom that is loving herself. And so that is what I choose to do and who I choose to be. And I am going to mother myself and love myself um, when my mom is essentially just, you know, treating me the way she's always treated me. <laughs> Um, which is just disrespectfully. So it is what it is. Um, I hope this conversation was helpful. Um, if you felt there was any value, I would love for you to snap a picture, share it on your social and tag me. Let me know what you took away from it. And I will see you back here next week. Bye.